At times, we all feel lost in search of something more. This is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, a podcast designed to help inspire and guide you forward through everything spirituality, creativity, art, and just giving you a sense of empowerment so that you can be powerful, be magical, and be free. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we're welcoming back James Bene. He's one of our practitioners. He's a facilitator. He's a Reiki master, um, intuitive channel, medium. He's everything, really, and and more. Um, and so he hosts a lot of different uh, classes with us, as well as doing healings and intuitive readings uh, with us and also on his own. And today we're going to be talking about a few topics. And like our podcast, we kind of always start with something and go all over the place. So but the main point today is all about um, two different things, the dark night of the soul and what that's all about. And a lot of people might be experiencing that through these last two years of just like shifting and really feeling that that and also the importance of not spiritually or spiritual bypass right you know and how that seems to be something and we'll get into what that means and um but it's an important topic to discuss i think so james welcome thank you thank you for having me it's great to be back as always Yes, I was hoping that we were going to be doing it face to face, but I heard that you got a little tiny cutie pie <laughs> that is keeping you at home today. Yes, my new puppy. He's almost three months. He's almost had all his shots. So once that happens, then I can like leave my apartment, take him out. I could bring him to meet you. He's so cute. So yeah, Aww. he's been keeping me pretty homebound. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good but thing. It's, it's a yeah, good it, thing. It's worth it. It's been a, it's, it's, I feel like I'm a parent. I mean, it is, you're like a parent. I became a dad overnight, but it's wonderful. So thanks for seeing me remotely. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. No, no problem. And so let's start with this uh, topic of, well, let's tell everybody, because some people might not have seen your uh, last podcast with us. And I recommend that you dive into that. And it's really a lot about intuition and, you know, you do, you teach a lot of that, right. You know, um, Mm -hmm. and great podcast, go here, look down below. We'll put a link to it so people can watch that. But let's uh, share for those that are meeting you for the first time, a little bit more about you. Sure. Um, so my name is James. I am, like you said, I'm a psychic, intuitive, uh, spiritual life coach, mentor, business owner. Um, I have been doing this for as long as I can remember. I feel like I'm pretty much a natural intuitive. I had a lot of these gifts uh, materialized as a child um, when I started to connect with those that have crossed over at a really young age, which was terrifying. But hey, it had happened. It was my journey. And so it, I would say it always was there. It always was something that was existing. And as I matured and grew older, I started to work with other psychics and mediums and mentors and teachers in New York City, where I'm from. And um, it just really started to open everything for me. I started to be able to use my gifts uh, to help others. And that became, I guess, my sole purpose really at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I studied intuition. I studied mediumship. I studied metaphysics you know how it is you just jump into everything um i became a reiki master um i did a lot of traveling to different countries like buddhist countries to just kind of meditate and study go to temples um and it was just a uh, all-around spiritual journey you know that i yeah. had and um i would say just to tie in the topic probably really sparked because of the dark night of the soul because of what i was going through um and it, it forced me to look outside myself and really to connect with spirit and to connect with the gifts that I, that I think I naturally had, that honestly, I was really scared of and terrified of, and was at that point blocking. I feel, you know, I was just kind of blocking it out. I was like, I want nothing to do with this. Okay. Life is too difficult. I don't want to have to deal with spiritual things too. You know, it's just like, let me just be in this world. Um, but I was able to get past that through studying spirituality and connecting myself in that deep way. And kind of here I am today clients I started helping others and I think through that uh 
things started to really connect and click for me. And I've been doing it ever since. So, yeah. It's beautiful. So really, since you were yay big, little, little you seeing dead people for use of a better term. And, (laughs) and then, and then, you know, um, so let's talk a little bit about your dark night of the soul and what is somebody's dark night of the soul? Because it, mm-hmm. it is a term that's kind of thrown out, you know, um, out there. And what do you take it to mean? And then if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what, what triggered or what had that unraveling for you that mm-hmm. dove you further into your spiritual gifts. Um, mm-hmm. because I mean, I, I do see it as one of the best things that can happen to people if they can allow their self to look at that. Right. Yes, I absolutely agree. Um, for soul is for most people caused by some type of trauma that they might have had in their life. Um, and no one really knows when this trauma is going to reveal itself or is going to be ready to be looked at and to be healed. And for me, the dark night of the soul is the journey into that deep space within that holds a lot of pain and a lot of truth. Um, and it's a, it's a concept of, it's a spiritual concept that says it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel these negative feelings. It's okay to sit with this and not choose to do anything, but sit in this darkness and see what it has to tell you. I believe there's a voice there. Mm -hmm. Um, The dark night of the soul for me is really run by the moon. It's very moon energy. I'm a cancer, so I'm moon anyway. So um, I kind of enjoy going inward. Um, I've always have as a, even as a child, so it never really, but, um, it could be very painful and what you can discover uh, about yourself and your journey could be hard to take. And I think yeah. everyone's dark night of the soul is different for me. I definitely had some childhood trauma, um, you know, stuff that happened to me when I was a boy that, um, was slowly leaked. You know, it didn't happen. Uh, it didn't didn't reveal itself to me all at once. Um, it was really a journey to really uncover some of the memories of these of these traumas that I had. Um, and that's when I feel like I really went into the dark night. When it's like, oh man, I I now see some of the things that I've experienced, and now what do I do with this information? Um, so it was like a Pandora's box opening. Yeah. And, you know, uh, instead of judging it or trying to manipulate it or avoid it, I literally sat in that dark night. I sat there, you know, um, mm. and I journaled and I cried if I had to. And I was very gentle with myself. Um, I just kind of rode the wave of that. And to me, that's like the dark night. It's like riding a wave. And I don't believe that people have to go into a dark night because of trauma necessarily. Sometimes it could be the death of a loved one or just a hardship that you experienced in your life. Um, whatever it might be a big loss, you know, um, that you're trying to kind of crawl back out of, and it could be seen as a very tough time. And sometimes you think you have to take all this action. Um, when really a lot of the times you have to just kind of let go and be in it and listen you know, beautifully said, beautifully said, you know, and it, and so just summarize, you know, for people, you know, you're really saying that a lot of times it can be something that happened earlier, but it's really Mm -hmm. in the revealing or the unveiling of, and Mm -hmm. then also these other situations, whether it is a death of a loved one or a hard time or something where it really shatters somebody's identity. And it's this shadow that pops forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in it, you know, dark night. Right. You know, this dark energy that really needs to be looked at and sat in. Right. You mm-hmm. sit through the night. You, you have to go through the night in order for the daylight to come. Right. You can't exactly. just like, you know, OK, I'm just going to turn on all the lights and it's magically mm-hmm. not going to be dark out anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that works to some extent in our modern society, but the night is there for a reason, right? And then the day's there. (laughs) Exactly. We're in the night more than we're in the light, you know, Um, and you got to go through it in order to get to the other side. It's just how this works, um, how it should work. What people should try to do is get through something, not try to bypass it or try to find the easy way out or use instant gratification to, you know, numb themselves. Um, The dark night 
is not that you are not using instant gratification. You are soberly in it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you are just there. And yeah, it's definitely shadow work. It's definitely facing your shadows. Um, and the interesting thing about that is um, if we look at how the universe expands, expansion of the universe just scientifically okay. it, it, the universe expands with with dark energy and dark matter so it, mm. a black hole is what expands the universe really not light and we are the universe and we also are expanding with the universe through this dark matter and like dark energy and so for me no interesting I, analogy like yeah. you know i've never really thought about it that way but you know i don't know if, if anybody else is like me where it take, takes me a minute to like let me process really be like yeah. wow okay Whoa. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But, it, but it's true. And it's, it's how we grow. I mean, I've, I've said numerous times and I always say in sessions and stuff with people, we learn more from our mistakes than the things that we get right. Right. You know, and that, or, you yes. know, there's more to get out of the failure because you provides feedback and growth. Right. Mm -hmm. But in this, you're saying on even like the fundamental level of the scientific notion of the universe, that, that black, whole is really what is expanding the universe yeah right and so that dark energy or that dark experiences or that shadow or dark night is what is causing us to maybe look within to ask questions to search or seek right and so i think that that's what that gets to the next point about like how people seek out of that right you know and you yes. you 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 we're seeking and dove more into spirituality as a result, mm -hmm. right? And it can be so many different things for different people, but oftentimes it's tied to some kind of spiritual awakening, right? Did I lose you? Usually it, it does have, because um, you're in your, uh, can you hear me? Am I yes, back? I can hear you. Okay. Okay, good. Sorry. Um, yeah, because it's, you're working in your, on a soul plane. So yeah, it's definitely a spiritual uh, experience. And I think people go into that experience without even knowing it's spiritual or they don't have to even be spiritual. It just can kind of happen, you know, um, and through light, through dark, we find light. It's just how everything works, physics and metaphysics, you know, there, there is no, what we're seeing is light is just really a, uh, a figment of our imagination. It's like a, it's a trick, trick of the mm -hmm. eyes. You know, um, so um, there's all dark in the universe and, and light is just magnified as an image that almost doesn't even exist. Just how we, we kind of uh, how our eyes work to like magnify this energy, I guess, as we. So I guess we can go to the whole, you know, does light even truly exist and what is it? Or is it just all this darkness that, and we have these prisms that reflect things, you know? Um, so I just think that with the dark night of the soul, um, it's just a matter of knowing that the dark and the light, they're neutral energies. One is not good, one is not bad, it just is. And in the universe, there's no difference between the both. So we perceive dark as scary, as you know, fearful, as pain or hurt or sadness. And we try to block ourselves from having to go through that. But in reality, I think that's how we escape is by going into those spaces, expanding, and then bam, there is the, the light, you know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I mean, it's, it's so, it's so good. It's so simple, but so, so profound in the same sense. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, more on dark nights and the value mm -hmm. of them as far as what that means on the physical plane. Right. Because mm -hmm. you're talking a lot about the expansion of energy and the universe and the soul and the growth. But what can that what can that look like on the material plane for somebody? Um, it could look like a transition. Right. A okay. big trans, a life transition. Um, they, it's for me, it could be like going into the cocoon like a caterpillar does and then coming out a butterfly. Right. When you're mm -hmm. ready to. Um, it could look like. Uh, physically, someone can go through depression, they can go through anxiety, um, they can go through a lot of fear or just pain or, again, stuff from their past coming back. Um, it could cause someone to reevaluate their friendships. It can cause someone to reevaluate their livelihood 
it can cause someone to look deeper into themselves and ask, okay, what's my sole purpose? I see that a lot with people going through that. Like they want to find their sole purpose. Um, they want to create, right. They want to quit their jobs. They want to travel more. Um, they want to love themselves more. And I, I feel like it's in the material world. When you start to find joy, your material world reflects that. And I think yeah. people, connect to a better group of friends. They connect, they maybe heal relationships with their family. Um, I think it can cause a profound transition in the material world. Uh, you know, uh, once your insides change, your outsides have to, you yeah. know, and so it can cause a lot of change in someone and very unexpected change and change is scary. Even good change could be very scary for somebody. So for me, that's how the material world can start shifting. And I think in my experience, that is how it shifted. Um, I know it, one big thing for me, it definitely caused me to move to California. Literally a big material shift um, in realizing that that's what I was meant to do. You know, so that's huge. So I think that's how it can manifest in people's lives in really profound ways. And then in simple ways too, like just moving, um, getting a dog. I don't know. It, it, it just depends on what you need in the moment. Yeah. Very well said. And, you know, I like the analogy of that butterfly, Right. Because I think that that if there's a metaphor that explained the dark night of the soul more perfect, or I mean, it, it would it would have to be the most perfect metaphor for it. You know, when the yeah. caterpillar literally thought its life was over, yeah. it went into this thing of darkness and pain, you know, turning into a mush ball and growing and shifting and literally becoming a different form in this shelter of darkness. Exactly. Oh, yes. Only to the point of the pressure was so much that it breaks the co cocoon open to reemerge as a completely different mm -hmm. being, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I think that's a great analogy. And, you know, like, I think, like, on a bigger level, wouldn't you say that our society and our country or different elements are going through it, the, that dark night of the soul right now through what's oh. been going on. You know, I want to touch a little bit on that because yes. collectively I, I made that, that comment earlier in the introduction of it about the things that are going on right now. And it might not be springing individuals dark night of the soul, but there is something collective going on that feels like we're in a very dark time and maybe mm -hmm. that, knowing that on an individual level, dark times equal light and change, maybe mm -hmm. it's good for people to hear. And if you have any insight on that. Yes. Um, I absolutely believe our planet's going through a dark night. Absolutely. I feel it's been happening for longer than we know. Um, it's kind of, I think where we've been in this place, in this cocoon. And I would say, Recently, more recently, we've kind of seen like, like I love how you said the caterpillar starts pushing out and breaking free. And a lot of people are feeling that way because it is happening in the collective, but it's causing the individual to want to break free too. And so individually, how do you break free from that? Well, maybe you move or you, you know, you start living for yourself, you find joy. And I feel the collective is trying to find joy. If you look at our government alone, it's like we're being pushed up against the wall but there's this collective other energy, this light energy that is right with it and pushing back at it. So it is yeah. almost like this spiritual warfare, which is kind of the dark night to me because um, we kind of have to become the spiritual warrior for ourselves and sometimes fight our way out of it for sure because it can really, we're not meant to stay there forever. And yeah. I think some people can get trapped there for too long and then they have to really claw their way out and i feel like our country and other countries are now like clawing their way out and it is the age of aquarius man and that is what happens and the age of aquarius they they do say that the beginning of aquarius is a dark night but again mm. we have to go into that place in order to then bam expand outward and i do feel that's what's happening we are expanding to a better place <laughs> we are on our way i i feel your your lips to god's ears yeah. let it manifest and materialize because yes. I mean, people are like more we thought 2020 was bad then we thought 2021 was bad now we think of 2022 is bad you know like and yeah. so you know like i think people are in this constant like 
you know, shock of the state mm-hmm. of the world as a whole and the different yeah. things that are happening. But it's like when you look at it from a more objective spiritual level, you say, okay, mm-hmm. well, this means change. This dark in darkness brings light or like mm-hmm. you said, in in the dark hole is what's expanding the universe. So there, there's mm-hmm. some level of expansion here. And it, yes. it helps to even just grab that, you know? Yeah. I feel like you need hope. You can't lose hope. Um, and it's easy to feel hopeless, even in a dark night for many people. It's like, uh, it could be a very hopeless energy. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to kind of armor yourself. Um, I, I say it's like a well. You go in the well, but you have to give yourself a way out. You know, you can't yeah. stay there. It's just not healthy. And I would say the same thing for anyone who's listening, who's scared about the, the you know, what's going on in the world right now. It's like, you can't stay there. You know, you can't look at the news every five seconds. You can't read everything you see. You can't dive into these, these conspiracies or even these truths because and it's just going to get you hopeless. Yeah. And you can't become hopeless. And so I would say, if you want this world to change for the better and you hope that we find some light and change, then you need to be that. You need to change yourself and you need to find light for yourself. And I feel that's how you can contribute to the collective energy by just putting as much light out there as you can in your own little way, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, or you'll go crazy. (laughs) It's like, you, you can't dive in like that, I think. Yeah, in which which you're seeing, we're seeing a lot of people go crazy, a lot of shifts Mm -hmm. happening, you know, a lot of, you know, maybe people are having their own dark nights of the soul, like Mm -hmm. happening on an individual level and not just on a collective level because Mm -hmm. of um, either the trauma from experiences that have went on recently or that's bringing up while there's sitting in more isolation and solitude or, or the change that it's bringing up these elements and that are either leaking through from the past or coming and hitting them all at once. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there's an examination going on. That's for sure. Yeah. I I believe that too. Um, And it's, you know, it's got to turn, it has to lead towards something. Transition has to, we have to transition, (laughs) you know, if that's what's happening, there's got to be another side of this. Um, You know, we can only hope that it is beneficial for everyone and we can only hope that it's, it's, it's light, you know, we don't, we don't know um, really. Um, But I think if you dive too deep into it, um, and you just, you'll just go into fantasy land, you know, yeah. you'll go into fantasy land and you'll start to create stories that might not be true and you can get scared, you know, and then, yeah, bam, there you are in a dark night. And the pandemic absolutely did that for people because a lot of people like to avoid their pain and they like to avoid their traumas and they like to avoid period, you know, it's just, it's a coping mechanism. And, you know, let's face it. And, you know, instead of feeling pain, people eat. Instead of dealing with something, they'll drink. They'll do this. They'll do that. Um, the pandemic really made that very difficult because, like you said, people were confined and they had they had no choice, really, but to look at themselves. And some people had a hard time with that because, you know, Christina, if you if you love spirituality, you've done work and you like to delve into yourself, um, it could be a wonderful experience. getting to know yourself again. But if that is not you, if that's not your personality or you're new to it, it could be very difficult to navigate that. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't even, you know, like write down what they want in life or ever, or even can answer that question. That's how little people know their self. Yeah. You know, if you say, you know, what are the top things you want and why they might be able to list a couple of material possessions that they're after. But if they actually had to look at the reasoning behind it, most people don't even look at their self that deeply to even know what they desire in a long yeah. to face their pain or their trauma, like you said, you know, so yeah, I think exactly. it's like if you can't even do if you can't even answer the question of why you want something that lights your heart up, like you're going to have a really hell of a time looking at the thing that, that shakes you to the core, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, yes. And I feel if when, and if someone's ready, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't know that people could be forced into it, you know, um, but something like the pandemic did it like forced people way out of their comfort zones. Yeah. And I think that's great because joy lives outside of your comfort zone. It always does. And it's a choice. And so I hope that people that did experience this and was not expecting it. And it was a hard go really found the beauty in it. Like I said, like finding the beauty in the dark and understanding that that is how you expand. And it wasn't something that happened to you. It happened for you. And I love that yeah. because it changes the perception of it for sure. You enjoying this so far? Did you forget to subscribe? Make sure to do so. It takes two seconds. Just press that little button, the red one, you know, the one, just press it little like, all right, enjoy the rest of this content. Now for people that are either knowing that they need to make a change and start looking at their self, or maybe some people are in the midst of this dark night of their soul and they're feeling a little helpless or scared or overwhelmed, uh, what's some level of advice that you could give somebody? And maybe do you have any actionable steps like seeing someone like you or talking to people, you know, like that you would recommend people do that are either mm -hmm. about to feel like, you know, it's been like that pressure cooker that they realize there's things that they need to start exploring and looking at, or their life is becoming mm -hmm. unmanageable and it's okay to start to face it. Or they're mm -hmm. in the middle of th that dark night of the soul and they're just feeling helpless or hopeless. Mm -hmm. um, well, you kind of hit on one big one. And just because you're in the dark night of the soul doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. um, many people don't like to ask for help. People think that they they want to do everything on their own, or they're scared to ask for help, but they don't have worth. They they have self worth issues, or they just don't have the means to ask for help, or there's no one to help them. And I think a reaching out is is the first step. Reach out, get out. The dark night of the soul isn't you know something that you're going to say. Okay, I'm going to go in my bedroom for an hour and sit in the dark night of the soul, and then I'm going to go like you know go to Starbucks. No, it's the dark night of the soul is an energy that just is there, mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't go away. It happens during the day too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's just this energy. And so for me, it's getting out, even if it's basically, I think opposite action. If you want to stay in and lie in bed all day, then you know that you have to get out and not be in bed all day. Um, so take an opposite action of what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. um, reach out to friends and family. Um, yes, if you have the means to work with someone like us, a healer or a therapist or a mentor, whoever it is, definitely, I would say that's very important because there are people out there who do have more answers than you and are more uh, learned and they, they know about this and they can actually help you, you know, yeah. navigate this rather than you doing it on your own. Um, dark night of the soul might feel lonely, but you are not alone and you don't need to manage it alone, you know? So, um, get out, you know, it's some people, it depends on how deeply they're in it, you know, brushing their teeth could be, you know, a check mark for the day, depending yeah. on where they are, you know, taking a shower, like a, yay, I did it kind of moment. Or if you have an animal, taking your dog for a walk, right. Or calling your friend and just shooting the crap for a little bit. I think we have to think of it as the small things, like not the big things, but just the little small things that you can do to help yourself throughout the day. Um, mantras are really important. I remember when I was in my dark night of the soul, I kept saying over and over again, um, like where I am now, I am safe. I am protected. I am loved. I remember saying that one a lot. I remember saying, I love and approve of myself just as I am now and always will. I remember saying that one a lot. Um, and one of my favorites was I let go. I surrender to God and I live peacefully in the flow of my life. Mm. And I like that one because, um, it won't last, right. It's going, it's not always going to be like that. Yeah. So just let go into the flow and just allow yourself to be there without question or judgment can help you navigate it. You know, I always, I had a spiritual teacher. I went to New York and she kind of was like, look, yeah, life sometimes will throw you in like a really rough river. You know, you're in a pond and then bam, you're in this like rapid river. Most people want to like freak out, right? You're either going to freak out and drown or are you going to try to grab onto a stick and hold it for dear life and just let the waves crash over you? 
or you just lie back and let the river take you. Hmm. It's like those three choices. And I think lying back and let the river take you is probably the scariest in my mind would be, oh, you know, that would be the scariest. But in actuality, that's how you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, And so you have to just lie back and trust. And I think trusting is super important that you are okay and you'll get out of it. Yeah. Right. So those are the kind of things I would suggest with people um, in order to help them navigate that and, and do the work, you know, do it, like use the time wisely, do the work journal, um, you know, read spiritual books, find an author that you really like, you know, you know, navigate your soul. It's soul growth. It's soul searching for some people. Well, so search. I think if they actually do it, um, they'll feel productive in it rather than just aimless and hopeless and just in a, living in a place of uncertainty. You know? Yeah. Plus, I mean, I think when you do, if you don't do the work, you know, that, that famous saying, what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe you get out of it you know, whatever, you know, like maybe you're the, the person holding on to the tree and your metaphor, right. Uh, and you pull and manage to pull yourself mm-hmm. out of the river, but you're still stuck on the freaking Island or whatever. I mean, yeah. you, need, you need to get, you still need to move forward. So it can be a temporary relief from that emotional overwhelm, but yeah. will it come back and haunt you again? Probably. So if you're in it, let's look through it and work on it so that Mm -hmm. you can move beyond it and not have it continue to weigh you down in the future. Exactly. Exactly. And a lot of times it's happening to shake your belief systems, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Your perception of yourself and your life um, to engage your soul more, to get out of the material world a little bit, to not worry so much about that and worry more about like, your soul in that journey. Um, and yeah, if you don't do that and you don't allow your beliefs to switch and change, will they? Um, they might not. So then, yeah, there might be another dark night that will come. There might be many more, you know, yeah. that, that can, um, that you can sit in. So it is shortening maybe the time that you would have to do this type of work, at least at that moment, you know, like healing is like an onion. You peel away layers. There's always going to be more Lord knows I have plenty of layers to go probably, but you know, um, the fact is that if you don't peel off the first layer, then you, it's like, you know what I mean? You're just, you're elongating (laughs) the process. Very much so in preventing and preventing from what's on the other side, which, you know, I think that that's important to also notate uh, once again, of. You know, it shifted your whole life. You moved to California. You did, you, you changed, you know, you, what you're doing, who you are, you found more happiness, fulfillment, you know? So like when you move beyond any dark period in your life, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but that light and that expansion of energy is you get to experience a different reality. Right. Mm -hmm. A different version of yourself, a different version of the life that you're living. And you know, knowing that and knowing whatever the situation that you're going through is temporary and there will mm-hmm. come a time when that will pass is one of the biggest things, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knowing that there's an, a light in the tunnel is important because there is, there always is. It might not be exactly what you want or thought, but it's exactly what you need. And sometimes it could be so much better than you've imagined. Yeah. You know, I think people hold themselves back from even with greater things. You know, maybe the universe wants to give you something even greater mm-hmm. than what you imagine. And so you need to be shaken up in order to get that. Like if you look at some of the greatest leaders, uh, they've been through horrific times. Like, I don't know if you know, Louise Hay, um, you know, Oprah Winfrey, you know, they, they had really dark childhoods, dark things happened to them, you mm-hmm. know, rape, 
all these things that you could just, the worst things you can think of really in life. And look at them, look what happened. They were just meant for more and they had to be shaken up to realize it. And unfortunately that's what they needed in order to become what they became. Um, and yeah. now they are teachers and they can teach us how to do it, you know, and that's kind of how it works. So you never know what greatness is around the corner for you. Yeah. You know, you just don't know. So just do the work and know you're safe and you'll be guided out. I mean, trust me, uh, if it happened to me, I feel like it happened for many people, you know? Yeah. You and, know? and as a coach and a healer and an intuitive, you see it happening for so many people too, right? I do. I do. Yes. That's, I a, do. that's oftentimes when people come and seek out help and support from people like us, right? As they're going through that period. Yes. Yeah. And they want to know and they want to hear like, oh, do your other clients feel this way? Is this normal? You know, <laughs> because when you're in your pain, it could feel like really abnormal. Like you feel all alone, like no one understands you, um, that these feelings are just you. And then you realize, wait a minute, I, everyone feels this way. So many people are going through the exact same thing you're going through and made it out just fine. And I, yeah. I, I know when I was going through stuff in my early 20s, like that's why I felt I was like, does anyone else feel this way? I felt very alone in my feelings and, you know, in this spiritual world, does anyone else have these kind of weird paranormal experiences? And when I started to get out of my comfort zone and meet other healers or other people like, just like me that had these experiences, I was like, wow, like I'm not that special. Like a lot of people are going through this. It's a collective of people, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. we have a it's a nice feeling to know that 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 this is something that happens here on this earth <laughs> it just yeah. happens you know well you said know? well said now let's yeah. uh let's switch gears a little bit and talk about spiritual bypassing yes spiritual bypassing oh it is one of my favorite topics in a way because i i see it just a lot oh it's, yeah it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's very prevalent. And I say that you can just look at Instagram and some of, you know, live your best life kind of posts, um, are pushing spiritual bypassing, like, um, good vibes only. Yeah. It's like, why that doesn't, that doesn't actually, um, that's not a good advice for anyone because it's bypassing the dark night. Anything that's going to make you bypass or avoid what really needs to be seen is is uh, instant gratification. It's something that's pulling you away from the truth. And spirituality can do that. It can really pull you away from the truth and it's best seen in religion. And I could just say Christianity, yeah. you know, these people are so far from the truth and they're pushing a very whacked out agenda, <laughs> you know, but so do spiritualists. You know, so do a lot of um, people I know. And I feel like it could be seen a lot in like the law of attraction or manifestation. Like you have to feel your best in order to get what you want. You know, yeah. you could never feel bad. That's not right. You know, and. And there's we, uh, a lot of shaming and judgment yes. that goes on. And there's this level of, oh, my God, you can't have a bad day. Like, mm -hmm. how dare you? You're supposed to be spiritual. Like, yeah. you know, it, and it almost gives people and, and there's also this like level of like falsified judgment that, you know, like it, it mm. like it, in a way, I mean, what, I, what I guess I mean by that is like, there's this level of, of almost like demigods that get created that it's like, you know, oh, you know, I have all the answers or like in order for you to like never feel hurt or pain or this or that, you know, you have mm -hmm. to do exactly what I say or, or I can't believe that you would, you know, it, it, they're missing like the whole point of like that mm -hmm. we go through a journey and that all of our emotions are okay. And yes, do we strive for happiness and joy and fulfillment? And do we want to sit in pain all the time? No, but like, if you just avoid it, and you, you know, like, or skip steps and say like, okay, suddenly now you're some kind of master guru or this or that, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. did you even work on yourself, you know? Yes, exactly. And it's so prevalent where people become these healers and 
start these businesses and can be very successful, um, but they're missing the whole, the spirit, the soul isn't there. Um, it becomes, you know, look at me, I'm lying, you know, by pool in like Morocco. This could be you if you just follow what I say, or if you're just positive. And that's just ridiculous to me. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You're sitting by a pool in Morocco because you have money. Yeah. And I think that that's when it's like spiritual capitalism, you know, do this and you too will be able to buy and, and live this lavish lifestyle. Um, and to me, that's basically saying spirituality is meant for rich people who can afford to manifest and dream because other people can't because they're dealing with five kids at home. They're on welfare. They're not, they, yeah. they this isn't, it makes this absolutely not available to them. Um, and that's just, not they're just bypassing most of the human race <laughs> you know it's yeah. like just saying that this is just for these people um and if you're sad or god forbid you have depression or you're mentally ill oh no this that's this isn't for you you know there's there's no help for you or they don't understand how they, they can't explain that you know yeah. um and so if anything spiritually is out there in the universe that you connect with. And it's in some way, shape or form, pulling you away from that dark night and not allowing you, or like you said, judging you, if you feel a certain way, um, then it's not positive for you. It's just not a positive path or person or vibe or energy to kind of trust. Yeah. You know, I think I have learned through all, and I'm sure you, you absolutely understand this is we spend a like a life seeking. We seek everything: crystals, books, so everything outside of yourself. And when it's all over, you really just realize, "Wow, it was always inside of me." Yeah. Like you just come right back to yourself after going the you know miles searching. You just find yourself really. You're like, damn, it was always here. Like Dorothy, you always had the power to go home, just click your heels. You just didn't know it then, but you know it now. Yeah. But you had to, you know. It's kind of like the the story of the alchemist or the pilgrimage. I would forget which one of his books, but where, you know, he does the whole journey only to end up literally right back where he mm -hmm. started, you know? Yeah. And but that's that's the truth of our journey as we go out into the world and we explore and we seek and we think mm -hmm. that we know all the answers or in there or we go down these different paths because they think that they'll give us all the answers and then we find ourselves right back where mm -hmm. we started yeah it's 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 wild you're like wow but i had to do all of that just to understand the, the simplest concept and just to be clear I was not perfect. Did I, I totally was using spiritual bypassing in my journey. Absolutely. I absolutely was. I'm no different. Yeah, I totally we got, all were at certain you know, point. Yeah. I got sucked into it too. I understand that a lot of people do. So it's something that can easily happen um, for sure. And it took someone to remind me um, that I said to me, James, you love the smoke and mirrors. Like you love that. You love, you're the magician, the spiritual magician. You love the, the lights and the flash and the, and, and all of the accoutrements of spirituality. You love having 20 million crystals. You love having bookshelves of books, but do you read them? Do you follow the guidance? Heal mm. with crystals. Are you doing the work? And I was like, wow, no, I think I'm just surrounding myself with it to feel safe but mm. not actually using the tools the way that they should be. And that was a wake up call. I was like, yeah, I do like it. I mean, I'm dramatic. I'm a, I majored in music and theater for God's sake. So yeah, I, I tend to like smoke and mirrors. I like the show, but you know, that's, yeah. that could be a small part of it, but that's not the, the meat of it, I think. And I learned that lesson because I was scared to go into the dark night. I think I was scared to do that. So of course I was avoiding it big time. Which and, often yeah. happens in spiritual bypassing and, and important to note is that a lot of people will find that it's wrong to feel bad as an avoidance technique and also create like shame and judgment around that so that yes. they like just 
in a way it's a form of avoidance. Let me just, let me only be around people that tell me good things and that like the good vibes only thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like I only Mm want to be with people that surround my like thoughts, like mind, like vision, that everything's positive, but in this fake way, right? Mm -hmm. And that if anything challenges that they're the problem, not me. Right. And that I see that often happening, that them, they're the problem, not me. And it's like, but you're just avoiding looking at something deeper and they very well could be the problem. And maybe that's not the people that you hang out with. But the bigger aspect of it is how do you, you know, like, like I remember like in learning different forms of meditation, you know, one of the like the uh, top meditation teachers that I was working with said like the goal of meditation is that you shouldn't need to put yourself in a quiet room with no distractions. You should be able to put yourself in the middle of a construction site and be able to find oneness and stillness, right? And because if you control it from within, it it doesn't matter what happens on the outside that you've mastered that self-control and that ability to stay connected. So if something shakes and rattles you on the outside, that's the biggest sign that you need to do more work on the inside. Exactly. That's when you do this. You have to kind of point the finger to you, point it back to you and say, what, what part am I playing in this? Yeah. And how can I change that? And many people, unfortunately, do not do that. I always say that there's, this is a world full of very unhealed people, varying yeah. degrees, and everyone's just hitting into each other. Right. And so you're going to you're going to have to navigate that. Every one of us is going to have to understand that people are living a full experience of their soul and that they've also experienced stuff that you've experienced and maybe even worse. Yeah. So it is a matter of being light and gentle with yourself and other people. And yes, pulling yourself out of toxic situations is very important. And that's part of it. But exactly what you said, people don't like to think that they're the toxic one (laughs) or they're the ones contributing to that, especially if they're very spiritual, right? And they, the spiritual ego, you know, that that exists um, where you think you're above it. And then, yeah, you do judge other people for, being the way that they are. And I, I think that that's just the wrong way to go about it. And that exists yeah. in our community and our business and in all businesses, you know, yeah. it does. It's, it's everywhere, you know, and, so it's, it's, not just, and, and it's always going to be everywhere. Right. Yeah. Because even if, even if we both went through our dark nights of the soul or multiple of them, it doesn't mean that there might not be multiple to come because we're still mm-hmm. changing and evolving. Right. As yeah. long as we're alive, we're expanding. We're expanding our consciousness. We're expanding yes. um, our ripple effect onto the world. We're expanding our knowledge. We're expanding our spiritual growth. So mm-hmm. there's going to be more challenges and there needs to be. You yeah. know, motion doesn't happen without friction. Mm. Mm-hmm. Your tires would not move if there was no friction. That's what happens when they get bold is they spin out of control and you go nowhere. You need Mm -hmm. friction. Yeah, yeah, very true. You do. And the friction comes in lessons. It comes in sometimes uneasiness. Sometimes the friction gets really hot, but you'll move beyond it. Don't worry. Yeah, because what you don't like in somebody else is probably something that you don't like in yourself, right? It's like it's, it's triggering something that's living within you. Yeah. You know, um, and that's just, you need to just look at it and notice it. Yeah. And I believe that be like stepping stones into the dark night. You know, it's like, it comes in little waves. It's like a little breadcrumb. Hey, let's look at yourself a little more deeply. Mm, I don't want to. Okay. Another breadcrumbs comes a little bigger. Hey, no, no, really look at yourself from a deeper perspective. And it'll just kind of lead you to that. Well, maybe it's not something that just happens. Like, bam, I wake up and I'm like, Oh, the dark night. It's a journey. It's a gradual, it's a, it's a beautiful, graceful expression into it. Yeah. You know, you are being slowly pulled right um in some way especially for soul progression you know if if you if it's meant to transition if you're meant to change your soul if you're meant to get past this and learn something about yourself and treat people better right love yourself right i think in the end it's just 
love is, is all there is. Right. So it's a journey to love self-love, you know, I love that James. Um, I think go ahead and say that last part again. Oh no, go ahead. No, no. Okay. Uh, so you're saying journey to self-love and, mm-hmm. and I think that this is like a good place to wrap up, but I want, mm-hmm. I want to have people be able to find you. So where's a good space for them to find you? What, what's your Instagram, your website, all of that stuff. If you could say it out loud, because just in case people are listening to us on like audible or, or Spotify and stuff like that. Of course. Well, you could find me Mondays and Fridays at Liberate. Okay. For reading. So I'm there that's first and foremost. My Instagram is at Benny Mudra. It's B-E-N-E-M-U-D-R-A. My last name and then Mudra Healing Hands or at James Benny Instagram. Um, that's probably the easiest ways to find me. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And if you had to leave people with one thing, what would it be? Um, well, I just felt something come in and it said, forgiveness forgive yourself and forgive others mm. it's kind of the just what i felt in my mind uh, someone once said that they're the really one of the big reasons the soul here is to forgive to learn how to forgive and i think what could hold people back from self-love maybe isn't forgiving maybe isn't forgiving themselves so their heart is a little bit chained and so release those chains so forgive each other why not <laughs> I love that. Thank yeah. you. You're so welcome. Thank you. This was wonderful. I love talking about these um, topics. Yeah, this was wonderful. I love it. And if anybody's seeking to do any private work with James, please reach out to him. Uh, he's amazing healer, amazing intuitive and coach. And he also does psychic message circles at both locations mm. about yes. once a month. Um so you can find that if you want to get a, a, a sample and a taste of James's work um, in not a one-on-one setting. I would highly recommend to sign up for those, uh, but make sure you do so ahead of time because they tend to always sell out because he's that yes. popular. But <laughs> And if you like this contact, uh, content, um, please like subscribe you know a little bit of a thumbs up button and a comment we're trying to get our youtube going so please if you're watching this on youtube really really appreciate if you do that of course if you're listening to us uh share and also comment and stuff too that helps the algorithms a little there but majorly on youtube we need some assistance and support of getting our visual content out Mm -hmm. there so thanks everybody for joining and until next time Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this conversation, please like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want to hear more about what we have going on and happening online or in in the neighborhood, check out liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Uh, Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Liberate Yourself. It's U-R-Self, U-R-S-E-L-F. Until next time, be powerful, be magical, and be free.